0: Bridge Toll, California, customer service number.
1: Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave
0: Rescue Operation.
1: What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western Hotels. How
1: old is Ronaldo? What happened
0: with Big Brother? What's a good
1: engagement
0: How long before a wedding should I send out How many save the dates? Are in the first series Use of IMAP the to playoffs. check find email on other email clients. Identify That's
1: fonts from where
0: to find Welcome to the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to be talking about what's happening in SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder and CEO of Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And today, Jordan and I are going to be talking about why Google's Q3 earnings stunk. this podcast is also sponsored by Hrefs. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, it's been
1: too long and it's fun to be on this side.
0: God, it feels like it's been a really long time. You've been doing all the work, Jordan, our guest (laughs) host. You've been on the Voices of Search podcast regularly. Gosh, I forgot how to do this. What's podcast hosting like?
1: It's a little more challenging than I thought it would be, but uh, I am enjoying it and I know I got a couple more episodes coming up for all of you listeners and uh, as a host, not a guest. I mean, I'm role reversal here today. But yeah, I think it's a lot of fun to be able to play both sides. And I'm actually really excited about this topic today because wah, 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 Google's earnings came out and uh, I think uh, you're going to get the chance to sound the alarm. (laughs) All right. Hold the phone there, bucko. I'm the one who gets to
0: introduce what the topic is. Hey, everybody, today we're going to be talking about Google's Q3 earnings and why they stunk. Jordan, you're doing my job, damn it. I know. See, that role
1: reversal's tough. (laughs)
0: Look, the news came out yesterday. Google had Q3 earnings. They were pretty disappointing. I know that the stock tanked. I think it was down like 7% today. Give us the update of what happened, what was said. What do we know about Google's last earnings?
1: Yeah. So it was a a pretty interesting earnings call. A couple things to take note of. I mean, I think that the first one is that their revenues actually grew. So their revenues year over year grew by 6%. And that's pretty substantial because there's a lot of other players in the ad media space that did not grow. Their actual revenues decreased. So, So that's an interesting piece. And and there's more to unpack when it comes to their revenues. Specifically, I think the two most notable components is that their Google search ad revenue grew by $2 billion and Google Cloud revenue grew also by $2 billion in this past quarter year over year. So
0: as a percentage of their total business, or I guess we could even look at the percentage of growth, Google's search business growing by $2 billion is a fraction of Google's search business. That's not a huge gain. Google's $2 billion cloud revenue growth is a significant increase. Am
1: I right? Oh, you're dead on. I mean, it's like nearly a a 50% or 40% increase for the Google cloud business uh, year over year. So that's a pretty big chunk of growth for the cloud business. And on the Google search perspective, yeah. I mean, $2 billion growth in a $40 billion revenue isn't phenomenal, but it's not, it's not something to laugh at, obviously. And considering what's happening in the ad space and with a lot of major businesses contracting their ad dollars, I think it's quite impressive. Here's a pop quiz for you. How big is Google's search business? Really big. <laughs> Huge. I mean, $40 billion a quarter. (laughs) I mean, mean, they do $40 billion a quarter just in Q3. I think on an annualized basis, it's something like $160 billion.
0: Somewhere around $40 billion a quarter. And so when we're talking about a $2 billion growth, that's like 5% growth. So great. A lot of growth from Google Cloud, not terrible growth from the core search business. So why was Google so disappointing this quarter?
1: Well, they didn't hit expectations. And so I think that's the unique thing about the market is that everyone sets these expectations and you hit these, you set these targets that you want to achieve. And that's what the, the market, that's what the street holds you to, right? And so they didn't hit their expectations in both their revenue and profit targets that they had set. But I'm I'm really unpacking kind of the the positive signs of their business in sharing with you what happened with Google Ads and Google Cloud. But on the on the other side of the story, there are some revenue line items that didn't perform well, notably YouTube and the Google Network uh, and those revenue line items.
0: Okay, so YouTube and the Google Network. Jordan, for anybody that's not familiar, what are you talking about when you talk about the Google network?
1: Yeah. So Google, when they break these down, de- when they break down their revenues and their quarterly updates, they break these down based on the different streams that they have. Obviously, the traditional Google ads, what we all experience and see when we're in Google is the the lion share of it. But then they also break down YouTube and the YouTube advertising channel that they have, as well as the network of advertisers. So essentially google featuring ads on other websites and partners that that distribute uh, google ads on their sites.
0: Okay, so we're seeing basically google's youtube business decreasing or not meeting expectations and then also there the ad network which is basically display media not being part of search. So talk to me about why we think google had less did not meet expectations with those two businesses. What factors do you think are causing Part of Google's ad business to outperform and
1: part of it to decrease. So the reason they miss expectations is is a multitude of factors, right? The reality is things aren't growing as fast as they wanted them to grow. I mean, considering all the economic forces that that they're facing right now. Interestingly enough, EMEA didn't grow at all. They actually shrunk in terms of their revenue compared to the United States in this past quarter. And then also Google has what they call their other bets and this has been a a huge cost for Google and and recently in the news I believe it was in September there's a big announcement around layoffs in one of their projects called area 120 this is the kind of the incubator lab part of Google where they do a lot of innovation they come up with a lot of new ideas and they laid off a lot of employees within this segment because this is what was it's a huge cost center right so like Google spends tons and tons of money in trying to find out new innovations and and ideas, and this particular segment is, is a significant cost of the business. In fact, it, it to the to the tune of uh, half a billion dollars more this quarter compared to last year. So, as your costs go up, if your revenues aren't growing as fast, you essentially. Are not able to sustain the rates that that the the market and you you as a as a company have set for the year.
0: So you're telling me that we're not going to have uh, flying cars anytime soon, are we?
1: It's a bummer, but it sounds like Google's flying car division has been dismantled. Yes.
0: <laughs> Come on, Serge. I was really expecting this. I, we were told Back to the Future: Flying Cars. I was banking on you.
1: Yeah, well, he's not going to leapfrog Elon Musk anytime soon. <laughs>
0: That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Well, he's not because he doesn't have a flying car. That's part of the problem here. All right. So that said, Google's labs and some of the cost centers, we're seeing them starting to shrink that portion of business. They're, They're starting to decrease their costs. Let's make some predictions about what's going to happen here in the future for Google. Do you think that this Relatively disappointing quarter is a signal of things to come. Is it Google's fault? Is this a macroeconomic problem? Tell me what you think happens next. Great
1: question, Ben. I think we should expect a really radical perspective on Google's current situation. And that is, from all accounts, the bread and butter, the workhorse of Google is growing in what is perceived as an economic downturn. And so I think that that's generally a really positive sign for Google and something that both investors are likely going to acknowledge in the days and weeks to come. And that if they can sustain growth in Google ads in their core highest driving revenue line item over the next quarter or two, that this is going to be a very viable place for Google to be. And so I think that this is, a surprisingly, this is a very optimistic outlook for Google because the core of their business is actually still growing. And as long as they can keep doing that, that's going to be recognized as a positive. Now, the other thing I want to really highlight here, that I think is really unique, is this Google Cloud investment, right? This is a monumental investment over years, probably almost a decade here, where Google's went into a, a segment, a new segment, and, and is, 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 is directly attacking Amazon and other players who deal within cloud and infrastructure space. And their ability to grow this, this fast, to kind of turn up the dial here, could signal a secondary revenue stream of sustainability as Google and, and all these other tech giants face, say, an economic downturn.
0: You know, I disagree with you. Oh, boy. I think that the cloud, no, it's, uh, hey, look, I'm the podcast host still. I get to have my say every once in a while, Jordan. Uh, (laughs) Look, I think that the cloud infrastructure business is great. I think that that is like a three or four horse race, and it's going to end up being a tie amongst everybody. I don't think there is a lot of differentiation between Amazon S3 and Google Cloud and Oracle and Microsoft. They've all got cloud hosting platforms and eventually that market just ends up with, you know, if it's four players, 25% market share for everyone, and it's slow growth. I think that that market is growing very quickly because everyone is moving towards cloud infrastructure. On the flip side, I have more questions about what's happening with the core business. I think about Google's business and I think about advertising. And so I want to hear what your take is in terms of how Google stacks up against some of the other advertising players and how do you think their results are related to what's happening with the Facebook's and other ad platforms?
1: It's a phenomenal question and there's a lot to talk about there because the interesting thing is that as we look at some of the earnings calls from Facebook, most notably, what we're seeing is that there's massive struggles for facebook and for twitter and the other social media snapchat. and other ad networks snapchat had a terrible earnings call and the crazy thing and this is the crazy thing right is that these scenarios are far worse than google's because their core business their core advertising business the bread and butter is actually declining they're actually losing revenue in fact facebook had a four percent year-over-year reduction in ad revenue, and that's a that's a big difference from the six percent growth year-over-year that Google has has achieved here. So I really think that there's a lot for us as maybe investors in these companies, as uh, obviously consumers and users of these companies that we need to take stock of. And then to add to the to the brutality of the matter, and I think the real crux of the challenge here for Facebook in particular, when you look at Mao and active users and engaged user rates, everything is flat year over year. So I really think they're in a very precarious scenario where if they can't improve the utility of their platform and entice more users to both sign up and use their products at the same time as their ad revenue is going down, that's a pretty dark place to be.
0: This all has to do with access to first-party data. Apple crushed all the social media companies because they just don't have the same data source that they had last year. Mm-hmm. Revenue is down, and partially, because Facebook isn't cool anymore. Instagram is less cool. TikTok is growing like a weed. There's just less interest in some of those platforms because there's new competition. And also, they just don't have the ability to serve the advertisers the way that they did. Google's in unique position. They are not as reliant on the Apple ecosystem as those other companies for first-party data. They don't have to think about retargeting because people are always using their search engines. They get the first-party data themselves. They already have first-party data with the Android ecosystem as well. I agree with you. I think that Google is in a much better spot than some of those other specifically social media companies. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, co-founder and CEO of Previsible. Join us again tomorrow when Jordan and I continue the conversation talking about spam, spam, spam updates. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is JT Cooney, that's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io.